Hello, hello. Welcome back. We are... It's been a while since you've heard from us because we've been busy with life. Uh, but we're still keeping up with the games. And we have a special one today. Uh, Luke's here with me. And hey no one else. Um, we're going to talk about the Arsenal-Chelsea game, which was fantastic. Dude, Luke, do you want to start? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. It's more of an intimate episode. It's just me and Master here. And it's kind of fitting because we had the crazy... Chelsea Arsenal game midweek. I don't want to relive and it. I think that's the most fun I've had watching a game all year, despite the Arsenal red card. Oh, that game was. Um, it was just so entertaining. It, it was. It wasn't a well played game because it was so messy. It was messy. It wasn't Ronaldo, but like. Sorry, guys. Had to. I mean, it was laid up on a platter. But no, it was a, it was a fun game um, to watch. Stressful at times for both teams, I guess. But in the end, um, lucky. Chelsea were lucky to come away with two points, I guess. Uh, one with point. one point. With really? The draw. You thought Arsenal should have won? Um, based, well, no. But like, I didn't think Arsenal should have won that game. But Chelsea were lucky to come with, away with a point. Because we... Like the first like twenty six twenty seven minutes before the red card, we were like completely dominating yeah. you guys. And then once Jorginho scored that, it was just like flat down. Like again, the it same was com- same old, completely backwards from what you'd think the red card would do. Oh, hundred percent. Like dominated up until the red card. Mustafi makes that horrendous mistake, which is I don't know if you knew this, but a couple days before that, Arsenal. Um, like the Arsenal social media website released a video of Mustafi talking about how he's had trouble coping with like the mistakes he's made and dealing with the fan response and how he's come back strong. Yeah, and then that. he goes out on the weekend and does that like atrocious. Dude, that was that was just uh, that was that was a two star weak foot. That's what we call a two star weak <laughs> foot in FIFA. Um, it was so bad. You can't really blame David Luiz because he, he kind of had to. He had go to. for it at that point. The thing is that early in the game, I would you say would let him go. I don't like. He kind of held back. You could see a referee giving a yellow for that because he had caught up with them at that point. Well, yes, um, but, but the it, thing was he red. didn't try to... And I thought it would be a penalty and a yellow. Yeah, that's what but I was But I was surprised initially. when he got a red, but the reasoning was apparently that he didn't try... The only the double jeopardy rule only comes in when you try to play the ball. Mm. And he didn't try to play the ball. He tried, uh, He was nowhere close to the he ball, and that's why, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why it was more of a red card than a yellow and a pen. Yeah. Because I think that he, I think he knew he didn't want to get the card that early, so that's why he kind of held back and grabbed him, thought thinking it was a yellow. He, he but basically saved you the game uh, if you yeah, look at it. He he goes off and Arsenal started playing some of the better football. I mean, Grand Jack, yeah. Grand Jack at center back. There, I don't know if you saw, but Holding was warming up, about to come in. I and saw. Then, uh, Arteta looks over and sees how well everything's going with Jacques and he's like, no, 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 we're not going to sub. We're going to leave it like it is for a while. Holding. And it was fantastic. No, so <laughs> I was watching the game and the commentator was like, Holding's going to come on. I think they're going to take Mo- Martinelli off. Oh, no, I think it's Pepe. Oh, no, it's I think it's going to be Ozil. They should do it for Ozil. And then nothing happens. He sits back down. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I feel bad for him. But like, Jacques played a wonderful oh, Jacques game. Jacques was awesome. He's really, since Arteta's been there, Jacques has been one of our best players. He's Just always been, been a good player. I've always rated he's been Jaka. a good technical player, but the systems that he's been played in in the past Don't suit just him. do not work. So earlier this season, I was saying, like, Jaka has to go. He's a mess because he was a mess. In that system, he was a mess. Yeah. Like, what Arteta's done is taken 
what we have and made it work. So he has Xhaka playing but, deeper, not ye, pushing up as ye, much so he's not exposed. Yeah, yeah, but like Xhaka as a player is pretty good. Oh, yeah, like on the ball, like, like if you can get the ball to him in space, he's going to pick a good pass. Even like defending-wise, he has good positioning to the sense. He's not like physical enough to uh, he's not afford a Mac- to make the amount of mistakes that he makes and catch up. Yeah, he's not Makaleli or anything, but, but like, like he's a he's all right. He's if better he than he doesn't have to run, he's okay. So like what Arteta's done is kind of protected him, yeah, held so him deeper, you... given him a partner. So him and Terreira, yeah. Yeah. Pretty so much. in that way it works out. And that's if you play him in that role, he's fine. And he's been great. Um what else? Uh Saka on left back. That left side with Saka and Martinelli is so exciting as an Arsenal fan. Yeah, but he's also I can't remember was it that game or was it another game he gave away the ball really cheaply he made like uh like he's good there but he you can see it's not for oh, he's him. a winger but yeah. right now that left side is amazing for goal scoring we have saka overlapping martinelli martinelli cutting in giving defenders martinelli help. oh that my God. is like the average age on that left side is like 18 years old <laughs> and yeah. it's amazing those are no, the, for my money those are the two best teenagers in the premier league right now like they look fantastic i i don't like is there anyone better under 19 at left back no just in the Premier League under 19 um well you have Mason Greenwood who's pretty good like but he hasn't been performing as consistently as these guys Martinelli's like one of our top scorers at the club he's played in Europa League Greenwood has um if I'm not mistaken he's all right yeah um he has like five or six goals in the Premier League and he's 17 only he's not five in the Prem I'm pretty sure let me check this like we don't check, but like we'll but check. But we this. check. <laughs> we'll check this. Uh, Mason Greenwood, not this one. Not. I Green. thought he had like two. He had that banger against um, was it Newcastle? Bar down. Oh, he just turned eighteen. Okay, so Mason Greenwood. He has four goals in the prem in total. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, four goals in the prem. Uh, one in the um, FA Cup. One in the EFL. What's exciting about him is how two-footed he is. He and took he a has, penalty in the FA Cup. And he has four Cup. goals in the in Europe. So he has ten goals yeah. in total this season, dude. Which That's pretty is, good. That's pretty good. Which is phenomenal for seventeen. He started. Okay, well, he so those just started, three. Those, yeah. I think those those are the three most exciting. Like teenagers, teenage yeah, I don't think so. Well, Hudson Odoi is nineteen, but I don't know if you would count him down there because he's been right the, now. He hasn't been quite. Oh, the last two games he's been quality. Like last two, like not the. Um, well, the Arsenal game, he was good. Um, the Newcastle game, he was shite. Oh, and yeah. then the game after that, I can't remember who we played. I was kind of disappointed with him in the Arsenal game because I was watching him specifically because I've heard a lot about him and I don't get to see him play a lot. I was expecting he, a lot more from him. He has game. his on and off days, which is kind of unfortunate. But it's also, he's coming back from, like, if you'd seen him last season, he was on every game, like on top every game. Yeah. This season coming back, uh, it's been on and off, and I think it's mostly morale. But like, I think he'll come good. Like, there was a reason Bayern Munich wanted him. Yeah. Um, he had a good delivery on Chelsea's second goal. I think he crossed it in for uh, Aspilicueta. I I think so. Yeah, yeah. Aspilicueta scored. I can't remember who crossed it. Wait, let's go back. So Chelsea gets a penalty. David Luiz sent off. Jorginho scores a penalty. Then Arsenal picks it up and starts playing the, our best spell of the match, probably. Right before halftime, Martinelli. What's oh, going on with this corner routine? Um, it gets cleared. Mustafi kind of made up for his mistake with the quality of that clearance. That clearance was 
Oh, that was that was good. Gets um, up, gets good distance on it. That was and Martinelli just, runs the pitch. You know, just fantastic. No one can catch him. Too Luke, quick with the ball, the whole field. Do you, do you remember, Luke, when I told you we have a problem at left back? I, I think where you, a I players, remember. where players don't know how to <laughs> left back players don't know how to defend. Yeah. Um. So one of those two, I won't take names, but Emerson. Um. One of those two players was uh, too busy trying to score a goal when we were leading rather than defending and left the whole pitch open. And then Conte had a Gerard-esque slip, oh, yeah, um, which was unfortunate. But no, no, I can't take away anything from Martinelli because he was still being pressured from behind. So and composed with the finish. So composed, oh, yeah. Um, it was great. He impressed me a lot. Like There was talks of him going off when um, Luis got a red, as I mentioned before. And I think that's a good call on Arteta not to take him oh, off. Oh, yeah, because he saw he was having a, the game of his life right there. He oh, was, the yeah, whole yeah. game just defensively running at people with the ball. He's 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 one for the, like. Oh, he's a player. He's he's a player. Like, like you know, he like, already is a player. If you put Martinelli in center back instead of Mustafi, he'll play better than fucking <laughs> Mustafi. That's yeah, how good that. of a player he is. But um, yeah, he's like right now. I think he could start week in week out at most premier league sides yes and he doesn't have an attitude which yeah, really impresses me you know who does and who i don't like who has an attitude in the arsenal team is Gunduzi. he has a temper no, to no, him no no no, no. no, no, no. You're, you're saying that as an opposition fan no 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 He's see i'm I, 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 no 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 listen him. listen Gunduzi as a player is fantastic in my opinion like i would love to have him at chelsea yes. but his attitude yeah, yeah, when yeah. he like he kicks out which is not oh, which yeah. i really don't like and it like pisses me off at some points like you you he knows he's a good player but then he go, goes and does this thing the arrogance oh, dude, kind this is of, what makes him good arsenal fans love i know i know I, I think he's I, the type of player he's like a roy Keane or a vier who like if you're playing against them you hate them but if they're on your team you love them because like, they're just doing every all, all that little shitty stuff to get an advantage yeah but like it's not he's diving it's not, around he's kicking people like, who did he kick? He kicked someone in that Chelsea game. He, yeah. like, ran up to them and kicked them. Yeah. And I was loving everything. No, but, that. like... You want someone on your team who fights for every inch like when The thing is, he's 19, right? And if this develops, it's going to get worse, in my opinion. And no, he's going to get sent off. Because with... No, no, I'll, I'll tell game. you I'll tell you why in the old days it would work with Roy Keane and stuff. You don't have VAR. Now you have now, and he hasn't been sent off. This not year. yet, but he's like, been fantastic. He's the best shit disturber in the league. He is the best. He's incredible. Uh, shit disturber. But okay, let's move back to Chelsea. And remember when I also said Angola Conte stops us from playing who we are as a team? Like it's better yeah. when he doesn't. Highly controversial. Um, it is controversial. Even I can't believe I'm saying this, but like once he went off, Mason Mount and Barkley came on. We played much better. Like oh, yeah. we held the ball on. We held the ball and like the more chances than the remaining like forty minutes before that, and that's what I mean. Like Conte is a good player. I think I don't know if the system is gonna like playing him as that instead of Jorginho. Like the holding place is not his place. Like I don't think we should play him there. But I don't know. Let's see. Maybe we can sell him and not buy anyone else again. Like just like every time like we did past summer. What I was most surprised with was when we went down, I thought Chelsea was going to kill us because I've seen them play games in, earlier this year where they scored four goals against weaker teams oh. and oh. just crashed them. You know but my I, thinking when they, when we went going up? I'm like, oh, shit, we're going to lose this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know what it is. Their attack is too methodical now. It's really weird. Like before, you, you had nice patterns down the middle. They're just cutting right into the box. 
the a lot of the patterns against Arsenal was get the ball wide, wait, 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 and then heave across it. It's like it it didn't tell look you dangerous. Why. Like tell I you did why. not feel in danger during I'll that tell time. you why. I'll tell you why. So the problem is before when we were playing, um, the first few games of the Prem from like the first five or six games, right? Uh, you had Mason Mount playing, you had uh, Jorginho holding, and then you had Kovacic or you had... Um, who else was there? Can't remember. Someone else was also that, like playing there. Like So you would have those four players just playing there. And the balance between those three in terms of attacking and defending was so good. Like you had players who would attack and you had players who would defend. And you know you had players who would like, you know, when to attack and when to defend. That, that you had, at times you would have five attackers, but you would also have six defenders, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when you, when it, the balance of the game, right? Now what, the Chelsea midfield is Jorginho, yes, Conte, yes, and Kovacic. Of those three, none of them are like attacking players. So even when they're up ahead, it's not having five attackers. It's more like having three attackers wingers and the striker and then two additional players mm. and that's that's why that's why when i say the balance was disturbed when conte came in is that's the reason because yes he's a good player but like going forward he doesn't offer as much as say mount or barkley but who can also track back and not, are not as good as i'm gonna say he offers more than barkley I think most players offer more than Barkley. Um, see, Barkley has not been best, but like he's, he's been, been a disaster. He he's, ha- he's had a disaster career. He has a oh yeah, but like he has he still has potential. If Lampard says he has potential, I don't rate him to be honest. I don't rate Barkley at all. That guy does not have but a football. But Frank Lampard thinks he does, and for Frank Lampard to say like if Lampard doesn't think someone has one, he would have been out of here. Like he said no to sell uh, loaning Barkley out in the January transfer window too even though we have enough midfielders. Yeah. So there must be something there. And but I, then he should back him. He just doesn't play him. Well, he has been injured. So since the nightclub shit, he got a, a training injury, yeah. which he got fit, I think, three or four games ago, and he's been on. He's been coming on the uh, from the bench since then. But even before that, the first 15 games of the season, he was like barely got a sniff. Wasn't he started he? like the first game and then benched. Mason I can't Mount remember how many he played his- this I mean, Mason Mount was just playing really yeah. well. Um, but Barkley played a few and before he got injured. I think if Chelsea wants to keep winning, you got to put Barkley on the bench because that guy just does not make good decisions. Um, in a few games, I've been a fan of him. I think against weaker opposition, he's the type of guy who can show up and really dominate the midfield because he's big, dribbles well, yeah. can pass the ball. But against like anyone who's playing any sort of tactical system to isolate him or to put pressure on him he just doesn't think quick enough on the ball yeah he's played nine games in the prem uh this year he's been injured also like quite a bit so i don't know like uh to be honest uh, would i have him would i rather have him at a club or not probably not like Salomon let's get another player worth 30 million who's younger and better and has a better attitude already Mason Mount is like what Barkley should have been like five years ago and Mason Mount is younger yeah exactly um well uh, like honestly we will see but um that second half um I thought we won the game when Aspilicueta scored oh me too I was distraught I was I was so hurt when that goal went in I left I had to get up I celebrated that goal like we won the game and then 
oh my god i i have no words for that i can't say it was anyone's no again no yes it was it was one person's fault you can guess who luke take a guess i think you're gonna say emerson by oh chance. oh wow because look at that he didn't pressure bellerin at all that emerson doesn't know how to do shit i don't know no emerson actually the... it was tammy abraham was the one marking him at that point but that tammy abraham was dead he was dead on his feet Tammy, That's why when no, Bellerin Tammy shifted, Abraham. So right before that, he ran into the boat. If you remember, on the other yeah, side, and hurt his ankle. Hurt, right? Yeah, he's busted. Uh, for, okay, few things. Why is your striker marking someone in the box? Forget that. Like, s- scroll a little minutes before that. Right? Why did we kick the ball out? Oh, a gift. I don't know. Doesn't make sense. Why didn't the ref stop it? Why would the ref stop it? Because early in that game, who went down? Someone went down from the Arsenal team with cramps and the ref stopped the game. No. Yes, I will. I have. I remember this. Ref stopped the game on two occasions for Arsenal in that game with no head injuries. This, this sounds like One so time much. I understand. One, and, one time I understand Mustafi got hit in those, on those crown jewels and he had to go down. Fair enough. I like, okay, I'll give you that. Like, that can be life threatening to a certain point. Um, <laughs> it can be. It can be. But like the second time for a muscle, in, like a cramps? No. Fair enough. It's not the rest fault. We should have kicked it out. But like, eh. That sounds like a whole lot of whining to me. That's just, it's just a great goal from Bellerin. Cuts it <laughs> on his left foot. The dangerous Hector Bellerin left foot. It was oh, wow. Gareth Bale-esque. He just looked yeah. up, said, I'll have a pop. If, Shapes it. Perfect I, shot. Curling it. Low and hard off the post and in. No, dude. Like uh, that was a that was a good goal. Uh, people have been blaming um, Kepa. I, I don't think there it was mo- right curling around and right off. The yeah, post. like, like I, really I well honestly I I can't blame Kepa for uh, either of the goals. Yeah, I wouldn't blame Kepa for the goals, but Kepa has been atrocious. <laughs> You're I, me. I saw um, some stats. He's the bottom. He is the worst goalkeeper in the Premier League. The he's, worst save percentage, the worst out of 152 XG goalkeepers saved. in Europe, I think yeah. he's 100 and 140 or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's tragic, he's, and that's a 70 million pound goalkeeper. Um, it's a disaster. It is. It's been. I don't know what's wrong with him. Honestly, I don't know what's wrong. I don't with him. think he has. He doesn't have those stiff arms. You know when a goalkeeper has stiff arms? Yeah. And a shot comes at him, it but hits like, his arm. It's like a brick. It just but like. Off. There's, there's been times where he's been at fault, right? I'll, I'll give you that. He's been times when he's been at fault, but there's been times where he's not been at fault and he's given goals away. I just see so many goals where he hits his hands or arms and goes in and it just shouldn't happen. Like a good goalkeeper. Really? Yeah. I, every, like a couple instances earlier this year, I forget what the game was. I think it was against Man U. Two of the shots were like off his hands and into the net. Like, what are you doing? You have to be stronger than that. I would play Caballero, but then... We get so unlucky. Um, but yeah, that's it. That might be one of the worst transfers ever. To bring in a goalkeeper for seventy million and then dude, have him he was be rated, bad. He was uh, he was rated well. He played well last year. But uh, like a goalkeeper's never worth seventy million. Let's be real. I mean, Allison was worth sixty. Yeah, but that was a finished product, right? Uh, Allison was like prime Allison. I mean, he, I guess he we wanted... is fantastic, right? Um, Allison is like the best goalkeeper in the world right now. He's he's like up there. You can't say that about Kepa then or now. Kepa's um, like literally should be on the bench. I was I read an article the the stats that whatever uh, I will um, if I can find it we'll talk about it if not 
well, we can move on. But like Keppa, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I I guess honestly don't know what to say. He just this, needs to work harder. The situation with Keppa is so bad that I heard Chelsea's been tapping up Nick Pope from Burnley. I've heard that too. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I would take Nick Pope. Oh, over beat. Keppa, sure. Yeah. But like, here's the thing: Nick Pope's gonna come over for what, like five million? million max no what nick pope's like 1920 isn't he not that young really i thought but nick like, pope he's not gonna cost you 70 million he'll no, be he'll better cost than you... your, your keppa we can sell keppa for 50 million. no no one's buying keppa <laughs> oh nick pope's like 27 look yeah, holy prime prime of his career oh wow that's not even bad dude like he would come for like from burnley for like is burnley going down this season no 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 they look okay yikes that's not good if they were going down, that would be a different uh, thing. Yeah, but this is the situation, right? That's not that's not ideal. You gotta ride out the rest of the season with an already shaky defense and a goalkeeper behind you who's not putting up good numbers. Yeah. Um. Hopefully they come good. Hopefully it's just um one of those things where he's having a really bad long purple patch yeah. and uh, comes back to a green. Um. But we shall uh, see. Speaking of transfer windows, Arsenal signed a new defender today. Mm-hmm. Yes, Pablo uh, Mari yes. from Flamenco. Uh, I have no clue who he is. I have no clue how he plays. But he's 26 years old. He's a left-footed defend, left-footed center back, which Arteta wanted. And I guess congrats. I, I, we'll so see how it outbooks. Apparently, he was on the City B team for a while, and that's how Arteta knows him. Oh, right, so yeah, Arteta yeah. like knows how he plays. And then he went to uh, Flamenco last year. And they ended up winning the, what do they call it? The Copa Libertadores? Yes. That right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And he got was in the team that determined all these things. And then Arsenal come in, swoop in, and buy him. And it, well, actually, it's a loan deal right now. So it's a $5 million loan fee. That's including wages. I thought it was a permanent deal. No, no, no. It's loan with option to buy, oh. which is even better for us. So we yeah. get to try him out, see if he's Premier League fit. And then... Um, see if we want to sign him next year which is great because we haven't had a left-footed center back since Vermaelen actually and Vermaelen wasn't even fit half the time so this might be the Can first you... left-footed center back Arsenal's had in the last 10 years uh, which is very um, it's a good thing like honestly I think um, the Brazilian league is an untapped league that has a lot of potential oh, yeah, like Martinelli came in from the Brazilian fourth division he's like, Premier League ready right now we can we uh, if I pull back to like um, Chelsea, like Oscar came from there. Ramirez, no, Ramirez was Benfica, but like Oscar came from there. You had um, Piazon and all of these stuff who didn't pan out, but like it's a good league to like um, take a chance on. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Arsenal also going for Cedric, I've heard. Yeah, guys... Cedric from Southampton apparently, which is really kind of a weird one for me, but we need cover at fullback because <laughs> Maitland Niles is not a natural fullback. He's uh, naturally a midfielder or a winger so and defensively he's really poor at right back so we need someone behind Bellerin and on the other side we need someone to cover behind um, either Tierney Kolasinac or whoever's fit because both of them are not fit right now we're playing Saka who's an 18 year old winger at left back which is not a good position and apparently Cedric can fill in both he, he's been playing well though like no offense but like eh. oh Saka's been great but like you do want to push him higher up the pitch Oh, hundred percent. Like I think to, uh, to he looks much more um, comfortable playing left yeah, he's wing than. For a left um, but yeah, C- Cedric would be a good signing for us. Apparently, 
that deal is also going to be a loan if it happens. And then he his contract expires at Southampton at the end of this Summer. year. So yeah. it puts us in pole position to get him on a free, which would be a good bit of business. Um, Sabayas is going well. back. So this, I, I like both those deals. I think they're good. I mean, loan with an option to buy is better like, than just buying on Financially right. very safe, and it's addressing two key areas for us. Yeah. It's just good business. Um, Sabayas, is he heading back? I think he's gone. I think he's... Apparently Madrid's trying to find another club for him. He hasn't really made his mark, hasn't played many games. Honestly, he played really well at the beginning and then he, he got had, injured. He had one good game against Burnley. The rest of the games, he was pretty poor. Just like side-to-side -side passing, didn't have a lot to him. Like in any game where the teams came on to us and didn't back off, in that Burnley game, they backed off and let Ceballos run the midfield. Yeah. In the games where the other teams were on the front foot, Ceballos just got completely overrun. Just didn't have the, like, the physicality, the speed to keep up with the game. So yeah, I, I'm not too sad to see him. Go I mean, back. you guys have enough cover yeah, in uh, played many um, games with them. Midfield. Huh. Okay. Um. There's been. Uh, I don't know how credible this is. I read somewhere. Um. Aubameyang offered a plea to Barcelona to come and get him. Which is uh, I horseshit if I. That doesn't make sense to me. Exactly. Maybe at the end of the year in January, no chance. Barcelona I mean, but doesn't even have the financials to do it in January. They need a striker, though. Holy shit. What are you desperate. talking about, Barcelona striker? Suarez is Griezmann. Suarez. That's what they bought Griezmann for. Uh, yeah, they don't believe in him, apparently. Um, That's ridiculous. Because Dembele is also out, isn't he? Dembele is out, yeah. Yeah, so like they don't have enough cover. They they are desperate. The, the options, if I remember correctly, were Piatek, um, Giroud, Pedro... Uh, Richarlison it's been uh, like Barcelona is in a those are some weird links yeah um, I don't know um, that's a uh, so horseshit are we calling I'm these? saying horseshit okay know. fair enough what's Chelsea up to these days uh, like I said we're not gonna sign anyone we haven't um, like there have been a lot of rumors like Chilwell CH Sancho uh, now Mertens apparently um, but I don't think we'll get anything done in time. Um, maybe Giroud leaves, which is a controversial one because he wants to go to fucking Spurs. Ah, that would be a dagger for me. I I'm sorry. You can't play at Arsenal, win the FA Cup twice, play at Chelsea, win the league, and um, win the Europa, Europa League, league. Yeah. Uh, and then go to Tottenham. Yeah, that's brutal. What? That's what brutal. do you that that's the end of his career if it was not already ended oh yeah and Tottenham's in a little bit of a mess right now I mean they've signed okay Tottenham have signed quite a few players okay under the radar but yes they have Lo Celso made his loan deal permanent oh really yes okay um, Fernandez from um, Benfica was it yeah uh, he signed then yeah um, Bergwin just signed for Tottenham, which was out a of the of blue, like honestly Tottenham. out of the blue, which I was just like, what is um, like they they're letting Danny Rose go, which doesn't make any sense. And Ericsson signed for Inter, official. Ericsson's gone. Uh, Inter is just let's not even go to Inter. Inter has just been signing players left, right, and center for some reason. I have no yeah, Conte's no been clue. giving them a lot of stick for not having enough experience. He's been criticizing the board for not giving them players he wants. So I think they're listening to him now. He's just signing ex-Premier League players at this point. Oh, yeah. 
He's he getting got, all the guys he knows. Victor Moses, Ashley Young, all his favorite dude, wingbacks. Dude, Ashley Young won and sc- uh, provided an assist oh, on his assist. first um, first game. It's um, amazing what happens when you don't play Ashley Young at left back. He can actually <laughs> cross the ball very well. I mean, yeah, he's a right-footed player. Um, Someone I don't has to know. tell so, Ole that. Um, the transfer window for Chelsea, to be honest, is looking bleak. As I said in the last one, I don't think we will sign anyone. Um, I think it's we're going to go off with the... Um, with the players that we have. Yeah, so, okay, the breaking news is coming in. Tottenham have le- uh, let Danny Rose go on loan to Newcastle. Wow. To, until the <laughs> end of the Whoa. Uh, season. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think we will. Uh, if anything, Mertens comes in, but um, nothing else. Wait, Ch- is, is that a good deal for anyone? What, Mertens? No, no, Danny Rose to Newcastle. Is there any winner there? Uh, Tottenham. I guess. I don't Who's know. Le- who do they have at left back now? Uh, they have um, what's his name? Davies has been out, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. But you have Wotong and he's been playing left back. Thanks. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Mar- he's not gonna attack down that side. Uh, I know. I don't know what Mourinho's doing. That's why we got rid of him. Yep. Um, what was I saying? I was saying something. Uh, yeah, Mertens hopefully mm. comes in. Uh, maybe provides a little bit of experience to that attack. Where that- would he play in the Chelsea front line? I think if Merton comes in, he would either play um, like in that cam. Like it would, it would. Ch- Lampa would have to change it for sure. Uh, it would not be a four-three-three flat. It would be more of a four-two-three-one kind of in a sense where you, the left mid and right mid are not really midfielders. They're more wingers. Like William and Hudai would still play, but like he would play right behind Tammy. Yeah. Or he would play in the striker position, which I don't like. He's not the strongest, and he's not the. Yeah, he's not gonna tallest. give you any hold up play at all. Yeah, it's more. I think he's gonna play like we're gonna go back to like playing in behind, uh, but against teams that do the low block, I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah. Um. We'll see. I'm not honestly uh, looking forward to anyone. <laughs> if we can maintain, like, like. I'm looking at the table right now. Chelsea are forty points, six points ahead of Manchester, which I don't know how that's possible. We've been, we've lost and we've drawn. Uh, oh, that games. whole section of the table is terrible, dude. Like, have you seen that? Five to fifteen yeah. is like five to fifteen is like four points. Oh yeah. The Manchester are thirty-four, Tottenham thirty-four, Wolves thirty-four, Sheffield thirty-three, Southampton thirty-one, Arsenal thirty. Arsenal has a chance Wait, to making them the top four. We do, which is ridiculous. But let's. Let's talk about Sheffield, or sorry, not Sheffield, Southampton being that high after being in relegation. That is the quality of the mid-table right now. South- Southampton was literally last in the league a I couple mean, weeks ago, yeah, and then they it goes got, on a run. They got destroyed by Leicester 9-0, yeah. the heaviest uh, defeat that any Premier League club has seen. Um, but I, I think it's the new manager that's coming? No, same manager. Was it the same? Ralph Hasenhudel has smashed some heads together. Got the boys playing some I mean, great football. Oh, Danny Ings, right? Danny Ings is on fire. They look he's, great now. He's, they're I playing... think, joint top scorer or something like that. He's or up s- there. Yeah, he's like second or something. He's got them playing a 4 triple two right now. It's just very attacking, It's just very working effective. for them, I guess. Yeah, um, they look great. They've won so many now. I think they had a, a good run of like five games with four wins. And it shows you when you're winning in this the state of the Premier League today, you just fly up the table. From relegation to above Arsenal. Yeah, this is like kind of top ridiculous. Top half of the league. Like, absolutely ridiculous. Like, Burnley could 
potentially finish like seventh or something because oh, the yeah. difference between them and seventh is like four points. The difference from fourth to tenth is four points, right? No, fifth to oh, sorry. fifth to fourteenth is uh, four points. That's ten teams within four points of each other. Yeah. And then it's um, Chelsea uh, t- uh, six points ahead, Leicester eight points ahead of Chelsea, Manchester City are three points ahead of uh, Leicester, and then we have uh, Liverpool is just Liverpool ridiculous. is uh, nineteen points ahead yeah. of Manchester City. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Thirty points ahead of Chelsea. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. What? We were just talking before this. Me and Luke were just talking about this. Luke said uh, this Liverpool team might be the greatest team the Premier League has seen. Yeah, I think so. I, I think this s- might be the greatest team of all time. I, I, I no. As much as I like this Liverpool team, no. I don't think so. I I still think if you put them against the Arsenal 2003-04 Invincible team, it would be close and that team would come in. Uh, Like, they would win that game. I I don't know about... If they played each other, I don't know. But I think, like, Liverpool this season is going to have more points than the Invincibles. Yeah, but, like... Like They might also become Invincibles. I think this is the greatest season. Like... Premier oh, like no, hundred percent. Like, are Liverpool having a dream of a season? Yes, the best. But the best. would I put them like? Would I say that means that they are the best team the Premier League has ever seen? I don't think so. Isn't that what that means? No, I, I no no, I don't think so. Can they do it back to back? They also won the Champions League last year. Yeah. Now they're gonna go in the Premier League this year. Yeah, if they, if they okay, they if won- they win the Champions League back to back and win the Premier League this year, I would say, say yeah, 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 yeah. And fair enough. If you, you, winning is- the Champions League and the Premier League back, winning the Champions League back to back and then winning the Premier League and then losing it the year before by a point, yes, that puts you Three as finals the in a row. Yeah, yeah, that puts you as a. But then, because uh, like. I don't think that's happened. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but that, like this Liverpool team that. is also the same Liverpool team who's not going to be playing in the FA Cup. Mm, interesting. Controversial. So Shrewsbury Town ties Liverpool 2-2. I'm sorry. Liverpool should Cup. have won that game. It's their oh, yeah. fault. They, sh- they haven't. And then Klopp comes out and says, oh, yeah, we have a winter break. We're not going to be there. The under-23s are going to play. So none of the players will be there. Oh, also... I'm also not going to be there because I'm going to be in Dubai where we've planned a holiday. I'm sorry. It's the FA Cup. Show some um, respect. So they only have this game because they drew the first le- the first game. Yeah, but that's their fault. they have to do the replay. And the FA, knowing... So the FA came to Liverpool when the season started and said, you have to respect the break because Liverpool wanted to plan a friendly in Dubai over the break. So Liverpool said, okay, we respect the break. We will not plan any games over the break. So, what's the FA? That's hypocritical. What does the FA, FA do? Of course, they did. Now that there's an FA Cup replay, said, okay, we're oh gonna put God. it on your break. So you're imagine you're at an employer and they say, okay, you've got a two week break. We're, we planned you a two week vacation. You've been looking forward to it all year. You booked your tickets and everything, and then suddenly, a couple a week before it happens, they say, actually, <laughs> no break for you. I mean, it's happened before. So it's I, not the first I'm thing. not putting all the see, blame see, on Liverpool. No, no, no. I, I think I they don't, should focus. I, I on don't. The I don't mind that they're playing the under twenty threes, but I think Klopp should be there. Um, I I was, had the same opinion too because like Klopp doesn't need to rest physically like the players do. He needs like a mental break. Yeah, but like, see, he's not going to be coaching the team. It's just him present there is better than him not like. 
Like, but I- what he did say is the U23s are playing, the U23 manager is their manager. Oh, so no, he 100%. The game. Yeah. So I don't think there's any point of him being there because they should have, if you are playing your U23s, you have to have your U23 manager. Klopp doesn't know how to manage that team. He doesn't know the players as well. well as I'm not manager. telling him to manage it. Just be there. Ah, oh, that's let, let him let him have a rest. No, this guy's doing no, great. I don't want him to have a rest. But as much as much, can you imagine if Liverpool go? No, can you imagine? Let me rephrase. Can you imagine if Liverpool win the league without losing a game? Yes. I don't want to. That's the thing. I, I would imagine. rather Liverpool have fans will be un- insufferable. They'll be terrible. Exactly. I would rather have Arsenal fans to be that and not Liverpool fans because they'll be like, oh, we haven't won the league and like, we haven't won the league and when we win it for the first time, we win it without losing a game. I'm sorry. You can go fuck right off. I, I can already hear the Liverpool fans making some Trumpisms about winning the league. Oh, we haven't won the league, but we've won the best league. We've won the greatest league in the history of leagues. Like, yeah, I can already hear that. Can someone beat them? Please, anyone. This is a plea to all the other 19 managers and teams. Please, for the love of football, beat them just once. It's only one game. Doesn't matter. I know you might like, even if you're in the relegation zone, let's let's talk to the relegation teams right now. Why do you want to talk to them? Wolves were the closest I've seen to anyone stopping Liverpool this year. (laughs) Wolves gave it a good go. Bournemouth, please. Eddie Howe, do something. Create some of that magic just for one game. Eddie will... Howe, you're talking to the wrong team. <laughs> Wait, isn't he the manager? Yeah, but they're, they suck. I think Bournemouth is like going to end the year last in the Premier League. They look so bad. Did you see the FA Cup game against Arsenal? Uh, no, I didn't. They were awful. Oh, I uh... We had their way. We had our way the whole game. They never put pressure on us until like the last okay. 10 minutes. Sorry, wrong team. Joke. Wrong team. Um, Newcastle, no. Um, oh, Carlo Ancelotti. Come on, man. You got this. You have Richarlison, whom Barcelona wanted. You have the new king of England, Calvin Lewin. Can you please beat them? Are they playing each other again? I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, Liverpool beat Everton with their youth side earlier this year, so... Uh... <sighs> So I'm not you know, too you know, confident about that one. Oh my god. Pep. Pep. Pep's our, our only hope. Pep or Arsenal Arteta. We're so far away from being Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bleak when you say your team can't even compete with that yeah, Liverpool team. Happen. It's really just City. Um, City's the only team that can live with that team. Leicester, Leicester's already played them. Maybe Marina can pull off a masterclass. Oh, no, that Tottenham team is abominable. Uh, I don't think they play again though they're already done uh, maybe Chelsea can spring a surprise yeah I can see Chelsea doing something oh come Taking on a point. get a point off him please just one point no it can't be a point because then they oh, still haven't you want to take the whole, the whole we won I won the invincible thing out of yeah, Liverpool yeah, yeah. it's not because even if they become the second invincible team they'll be like oh we won more games I know that's a problem right so you need them to lose a game exactly yeah, just one just one just anyone, any of the 19 teams or 18 teams or how many other games are left and how many other teams play them, just once. Because they don't even have a bad... Like, who are they playing they the champions? They have a really easy run out for the rest of the year. I mean, they've already done the league, so they don't really yeah. give a shit about it. But, like, who... Um, I can't remember who they're playing who in they the champions. Who they Champions League, yeah. Was it Napoli? Oh, God. I don't remember. 
I think it was Napoli. Let's see here. Nope, that's not Napoli. Oh, Atletico Madrid. Oh, you know what? Atletico's not having a great year, but like it'll be a game. It'll be Who did a they fi- play? competitive fixture. So Liverpool, before that, play Norwich. Yeah, it's not going to happen, Nasser. I think we just have to accept that. No, 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 no. This cannot. Resign to the inevitable. Oh, who did they play afterwards? Why is there a second Liverpool game? No, what? Oh, and another uh, brand new transfer today. Who? Bruno Fernandes to Manchester United. Oh, this true. Is, this is probably the biggest transfer we're going to see this window. I don't see any other big money moves happening. This was, I think, $55 million reported, plus a fairly nice bonus package. Yeah, it, the total comes out to $68 million, plus they have a 10% uh, sell-on clause, too, which is uh, impressive. <sighs> I think it's really good business from United because they need that exact player, someone who can actually they kind of messed pass it. in the final they, third. They you messed can... it up. Man United? Yeah, they almost so. messed it up because Bruno Fernandes was supposed to sign like second week of this, like like two weeks ago. Yeah. And then they hit a snag with some performance bonuses. Oh, yeah. Apparently they had it in there that if he wins the Ballon d'Or... Sporting will get ten million or something, which is like just a stupid clause. To yeah, have. like um, and apparently I'm just reading this is live, like just came in right now. It's, someone's reporting that the Glazers went over Ed Woodward to complete the Bruno Fernandez. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like no, it was bad because he would not budge on that, and that's why uh, Barcelona started looking at uh, Bruno Fernandez, and there was like almost a point where he was like almost gonna go to Barcelona. So I don't know what's worse for United fans now because they've been chanting Glazers out for a while. Now they don't they don't like Woodward. Apparently people showed up at his home. Oh yeah, the I other saw day, that. That was a ridiculous. terrible. Can't um, be doing that. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. So um, who, do they like the Glazers now? No, they still hate the Glazers. <laughs> they still like him. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, honestly, um, don't know what's gonna happened with that i don't know any other big transfers it's only just been inter milan spending money um yeah nothing else really has popped up uh aston villa signed a striker from the belgian league oh manchester united lost on that too right uh there was rumors about that oh no you know what the biggest um move of the transfer market has been Mm. eric holland Oh, yes, of course. How could we forget this? That man is a gold Holland machine. Holland to Dortmund, walks in, substituted on, late in the second half, in his first game, scores a hat-trick to win them the game. That was ridiculous. Absolutely incredible debut. He has five goals in two games in the Bundesliga. Can, no, no, no can... not two games. Two substitute <laughs> he, appearances. Sorry. He has five goals in 60 minutes. It's obscene. He is by far the best goals to minute ratio in the world right now. He's Dude, looked, he's, he's and been, he doesn't look like he's going to stop scoring. United passed on passed on him for I think maybe five million or something like that. Yeah, that's, can you believe that? I think it was all planned though, because if you look at the transfer, he wanted to go somewhere where he could play and develop, and Dortmund's probably one of the better clubs in the he world. He would for be that. starting for United. I don't think anyone. Mm, but... I don't think you want to do that though. Right away, you want to stay away from the pressure a little bit, develop as a player. Because this guy's still 19. We forget this. He's so so young. 
and his bio clause is only 75 million so him and his agent have obviously structured it so when a big club comes knocking so you mean in the summer he'll just be gone because 75 million for a striker that scores as many goals he does and looks as good as he does (laughs) looks as good as he does true won't be a a hard fee for anyone to match um we'll see but that man is um, a god right now just fantastic what is happening in that league though i have no clue is it still like um it's up for grabs the title is it yeah oh leipzig ahead the the news out of leipzig is that uh, they lost their last game 2-0 and the coach wasn't happy because the players had flown in a celebrity barber from london to give them haircuts before i heard that it was the same one that uh ethan ampadu got before his injury or during his injury um the chelsea loney to leipzig oh yeah i that was uh i read that and i was like that is so weird and i don't know if you can blame maybe you could say it distracted them because it was like before a match day but I, I was initially a little angry at this and then i looked on instagram at the cuts and my god those are some sharp sharp those are fire cuts. yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah. are fire so i'm saying good on the leipzig players i mean gotta look fresh for match day did you read that other one where talk about flying in people manchester city players flew in 18 models or something that was it oh to like a country in it was really weird it was like a, a bed and breakfast in the english countryside yeah and they flew in 18 and pep was like yeah i knew i'm like what <laughs> what's going on uh, um the, i don't know Pep started on the bunga bunga parties <laughs> um this is a tight one um who do you uh, this is i think munich will take it again to be honest oh, i have no clue watch holland at dortmund's gonna drag them through they're four points off. It's not yeah, yeah, unreasonable. It's, it's like he might just like go on a fire, fire run. Yeah. Um, speaking about fire runs, I mean speaking about not so fire runs, Barcelona are in the shit show right now. Yeah, they got their new coach. Uh, how do you say his name? Setien. Yeah, you know who rejected them? Xavi. No, no, no. Oh, uh, who rejected? rejected the coach. Yeah, it was a Premier League uh, club. I can't remember the name right now. Was it? Watford? I think it was Watford. Oh, Watford. Okay. I can't remember, but like one of the things. And just then he re- goes to Barcelona. Exactly. Not good enough for Watford. Good I mean, they Barcelona. lost two 0 or something, right, in the last game. I watched Barcelona. The, his first game as manager, the uh, they won one 0 A great Messi goal, just a fantastic. Oh yeah, like, classic I mean, Barcelona goal. Messi. Right down the middle. It was a Messi goal. But um, they play a lot really frustrating football under him his philosophy seems to be to protect like play defense by having the ball it's like the old old school tiki taka oh it's before, the one like before before like, pep evolved it into more yeah like it was first year pep kind of thing. it was like first first year pep so he, they're back to that now and they hold the ball for so long it is so boring to watch it's just like it's almost anti-football how much they hold the ball oh it's one of those things oh wow. yeah it, okay. it's just ridiculous so they're just holding the ball holding the ball holding the ball and it's a big problem i think messi is gonna have a big problem with the way they're playing because he's not getting enough touches yeah he because he wants to be involved he wants to run out of defense every 10 minutes maybe maybe way shorter than that like you should be putting the ball at messi's foot every time you get i mean chance, pretty much right right and i mean they're, they're missing passing them, around i mean back, we can't really blame them but they are missing players but it's barcelona so you should be prepared for that shit oh yeah um 
I don't know. Is there anything else that we want to talk about, Luke? Uh, I think let's just go to the this weekend's games. Oh yeah, and we'll end with the devastating news coming out of uh, Toronto FC. Oh yes. Okay. So this weekend in the Premier League. What do we way have? too ahead sorry uh, give me one sec we have uh, le- oh shh good game to start the weekend 7.30am <sighs> it's one to wake up for I mean I have a long day but I will be up for that because my day starts after that um, oh it's gonna be see my day is gonna go into two ways right it's either gonna be a fantastic day because mm. Chelsea win against Leicester at 7.30am uh, <laughs> or <laughs> at 9.30 at 9.30 either I'll be overjoyed with the uh, with happiness if that made sense or crying with sadness um, depending on that game but it's a it's a good game before the winter break ish I don't know how to like whatever yeah um, honestly Leicester has been shit they lost to Aston Villa they looked pretty bad since and, in, without Ndidi and Vardy, they've been in trouble because uh, Ndidi gives them the defensive cover, and then Vardy, Vardy gives them the goal. And, and that's you what take both those out. There's not a lot of so backup in that. On score. that note, and since it's away, I would say Chelsea won that. But Vardy's back. He played minutes in the FA Cup. Yeah, they were they were they were not looking good. He like he's coming back. What was it? A hamstring injury? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So he's not like a hundred hundred percent. Like, you know, once you he come played, back, he played thirty minutes. He did. It was just a like, tight buttock was the call, not a hamstring on buttock. Right. A tight okay. buttock. Oh, that would. Mm. Beautiful. Just pops off um, the tongue. I would still say Chelsea. I would say, because, well, um, I suppose Chelsea. What do you think, Luke? Um, I, 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 I can guarantee you Vardy's going to score. Just, just I mean, based on that Chelsea back line and Kepa yeah, net, Vardy s- will eat those defenders <laughs> alive. Like, I don't see a world where Vardy doesn't score in this game. But I don't see Leicester keeping a clean sheet either. I think this one's going to be something like a 1-1 draw, 2-2 draw, something like I'll that. I'll take that, that, to line. be honest. Because it's a, Chelsea away at Leicester, too. I wouldn't... Yeah, but we play better away. <laughs> Bizarrely. Which makes no sense. We're trying to equal our home record from the four years that we haven't lost at home that we're going to win games away. Um, yeah. uh, Bournemouth, Aston Villa, don't This really is actually care. kind of interesting because these are, I think... By far the two worst teams in the league right now. Like on current form, both teams are atrocious. Bournemouth looked awful against Arsenal. Villa looked good against Leicester though. They put in a pretty decent performance. Yeah, they signed a new player also, so it must be like, like Villa are not doing. Bad. They're gonna give it a go. I think Villa, Villa and Norwich, I think are like the two best worst teams we've ever had in the Premier League. If that makes sense, you know, they play like they they're going for it every game. They're playing. A, attacking football they're driving forward but like it's not they're working just, out yeah. it's not working out but they, their games are fun to watch like they're not bad teams right i would say bournemouth is a right now is a worse team than villa. oh yeah, yeah they look i would say villa close. wins this because bournemouth's been so yeah i think uh, jack Grealish will score his classic goal one goal a game type player <sighs> I mean, the talisman of the squad he's uh he's been great though He's fantastic. That, that he is a world class player. He this is, is the same incredible. person who, when Willow went down, went down with them. Yep. He could have. He could have gone to any other club at that point. Yeah. He's. I love Jack Grealish. Oh, he's, he's so fun. He's the. He. He has so the looks good. too. By the way. <laughs> he's got the the short socks. He's got the hair. He's the, got the, the Beckham, Beckham look. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. But he's bigger than Beckham. He's built. He's oh, like he, a strong yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Crystal Palace, Sheffield. Oh, Sheffield. Just because I love Sheffield. I mean. I yeah, love my favorite team. It's it's 
We'll see. I don't know. Who's the manager for Palace? Hudson? Is it? Hudson. Uh, I don't know. Sheffield. They're just bad. Um, next one, I don't think we have to go over it. Liverpool uh, Southampton. Danny Ings informed Danny Ings returning to Liverpool. Southampton. He's going to show them, show them what they're missing out on. They sold him a couple of years ago. Yes. Yes. It's Southampton. Day of reckoning. This is the day where he comes back. Well, no, where Southampton go to Anfield and go like, screw you, you're not in mid table and you're on the top of the table i don't know like liverpool to win it let's be honestly honest. on form this is like one of the worst games you could have right now because southampton looks really good that, playing yeah. well with beating bigger teams but like but it's their it's they're gonna win Ings is there yeah you're like Ings is the, but with this virtual yeah it's what yeah so liverpool cool. um i i will cry from happiness if liverpool lose this <laughs> I think we got that now. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, another basement matchup. Actually, not a basement no, matchup. No, it's not. Because Newcastle is somehow winning games despite being... Dude, they're a decent team. I've been telling you guys Dude, this since the beginning. They're defying logic. They look bad every time they play. They never look <laughs> like scoring. But then in the 95th minute, they just pop one in. Yeah. it's, it's a, They don't it's make good. sense to me. They don't even park the bus well anymore. But they, they just find a way. Dude, Newcastle United, I said, will not go down the... They've been playing decent football. No. <laughs> they look terrible. <laughs> they just find... They score these 94th minute goals out of nowhere. Hey, it's okay. That, that, that still works. They're scoring goals. They're playing decent. No. Um, I would still say Newcastle because Norwich is just Yeah, Newcastle terrible. just because they find a way. Yeah. No, Norwich is fun. They attack. They play flowing football. Yeah, but like the defense is not there. And then Maximum can just tear them apart. Okay, if Maximum has not torn anyone that's true except himself um yes. Watford and Everton I oh that's a tough one because Watford's actually kind of good now. yeah they're picking Tommy up some Dini, form Dini's back, Everton's right? got a little bit of form in them yeah it's a decent matchup I, I say Everton and Slotty bringing his some tactical masterclass to this really I'm thinking Watford really yeah I'm calling Watford okay I like him Watford at home Dini will be up for it big cojones boy okay the next one will the Hammers crush the seagulls oh my God, no west ham i'm scared for west ham i think they might get relegated they are because so you, you look at the bottom of the table right like they are tied right Four now points. with the relegation team yeah they're they're ahead on one goal differential one yeah and out of that group i think watford's gonna survive i think so too <laughs> like if i'm looking at it between watford bournemouth and west ham on form it's watford they look the most likely so West Ham going down would be huge because that's not a small club. That's like a that's a big heavily club. supported club. Moved to a new Dude, stadium. They, they spent, have they, they have spend, a huge yeah. wage bill. Yeah, they, they spent a lot on transfers and they're still terrible. Well, I guess uh, let's look at uh, if we want someone from West Ham. Are there any good players? Oh, Philippe they have Anderson. a ton of good players. Yeah, so West Ham's like stacked up with attacking midfielders that don't know how. Do to You play know again. what? What this is? This is a call for all the other clubs who want players from West Ham. For when they go down, you get them for a cheaper price. So Declan Rice. Felipe Anderson, Lanzini, Fornals, uh, that's pretty much it. All these other people are just, eh, whatever. Uh, all I'm going to say is there's a reason they're in relegation zone. So I don't think too many people are going to be snapping no, to Declan, these players. No, so Declan Rice, Anderson, and uh, Lanzini can go to... Oh, they could play. Like, yeah, that's it. And I don't sure. think anyone else... Um, yeah, I don't see anyone oh, else. It, that... it would gut the club. It would be a disaster. But they're um, playing Brighton, and Brighton have looked... Brighton always looked... Like they're playing good football, but then always find a way to lose. 
Like I like the way they play. Grand Potter has them playing some some nice. They're also not too far football. away from the relegation. Oh yeah, it, they're not good. So I don't know. Uh, this is like it's the battle of the not good. It it depends on who shows up. Oh, then we have sixth and seventh playing or something. Like Manchester United Wolves. This is a good game. This is a very good game. I'm excited for that. Um, uh, let's be honest. Uh, Wolves, Wolves are a are, much better team. Wolves are gonna win this. Uh, who's, I had a discussion with someone this week. I think Wolves are the third best team in the Premier League, behind City and Liverpool. Like in current form. Just in general. Like when the only teams that challenge City and Liverpool, the only team that can challenge them is Wolves. I don't think so. Like that's the only team that consistently puts up a good fight against other good teams. No one else has even rustled Liverpool and City's feathers. Well, Wolves no, have done the double over Chelsea City. Chelsea did. And when Chelsea played um, at home against Liverpool, we gave away two goals, but like no, but like Klopp came out. No, no, Klopp came out and said that was the toughest team that he's played against. Wolves have put in better performances both times. I've played. hundred percent. I'll give like, you that. Like that, this, this Wolves kind of scare season... Liverpool more than any other team in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and beat City. No, no, twice. it's not Wolves that's scared. It's it's that one person. Adama. Adama. Adama has scared. Well, Liverpool. don't forget Jimenez. Jimenez is Jimenez fantastic. Been good, yeah. Just so good to watch. Can we? Can we go for him? Can someone go for him? No, I don't. He's, I, he's I, not moving. Why would he move? He's in the third best team in the league. True. True. I keep forgetting. Keep forgetting. Um, <laughs> Wolves. <laughs> Wolves to win it? Oh, easy. Yeah. Um, oh, Burnley versus Arsenal. What happens? Burnley, Arsenal. Mm, Arsenal. Is Aubameyang back for this one? Aubameyang, first game back, I believe. Yeah, From nice. From suspension, he's going to be rested. He's going to be raring to go. The Burnley back line's nothing <laughs> to, to write Barcelona. home about. <laughs> Arsenal's found a little bit of form. I think that win no, against... They've been, the, they've sorry, been felt like a win. The draw against Chelsea. Uh, it did feel like a loss. Felt like a win for yeah, us. So and I know then, what you mean. Great performance in the FA Cup. Midweek against no Arsenal been playing uh, better football against. Oh uh, yeah, like we but, scored this goal against uh, Bournemouth in the FA Cup. It looked like Barcelona. It was amazing. It was very, sorry, what? not Barcelona, City. He was like tick 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 tick, cross field, cross field, cross field, ball down the wing, beautiful cross in the box, tapping. It was like the perfect. I know, goal. I know, and that's that's what I would remember when I said um, was it last episode or the episode before that. Arteta is implying the same things that Guardiola did. Like this, you could see it in the yeah, plays. Yeah, there's some like influence for and sure. And there's like the striker dropping back, the wingers pushing up. Like you would have the wingers getting behind kind of thing, and you will have have the striker playing as a false nine at the beginning, and then he would turn into a striker into the box kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Arteta can do that really well, and I think with the new signing, and if more to come with Cedric, I think that'll be a really good team because you have that mid solid midfield of. Uh, Torreira and um, what's his name? Jaka and then yeah. Gondosi also. So um, that should be. I, I think Arsenal should comfortably win that. If not, then EFTV is going to go crazy. Yeah, we don't care about them. Have you seen? There's a video of uh, Arsenal fans chanting at AFTV. AFTV, get, get out, out of our yeah, club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't agree more. I mean, it's bad content. There's it's, no reason it's, to have it's it. entertaining content. It's not if even you're not entertained, the same, same old, same old. They just like yell and make noise, and they're they're a few there's a, uneducated opinions. There's there's a few good people. Everyone else is just like there for clout. Just, just there for outrage and like oh yeah, ooh, like most oh, of them. We hate the owners. Most most of them most of them are there for like like there's a few. Um, I I don't know what to say. Like and I wouldn't educated in a sense, but like not really. Um. 
But like most of them there are just like there for the fun they of it. They just want to make a scene. And then the biggest game of the weekend, I think, Mourinho was his pep again. Oh yes, Tottenham. Tottenham with the City. new signings and uh, mm. Manchester City with Laporte coming I back. Just, I just don't see a way where City loses that game. Yeah, neither do I, to be honest. I, I just cannot see that Tottenham team winning games in general. Um, Unless Sun goes off. I don't know. Someone's got to get him the ball. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Aguero's in form. Aguero's in super good. Form. I don't know. Um, I don't think. I think it's like a three 0 city. I wouldn't put it that far. I wouldn't put it that far. Honestly, I wouldn't. Um, the reason being, Mourinho's gonna park the bus. City plays really well against the bus, though. That's like the one team you can't really park against. Um. You know what? I will say it's gonna be a draw. I don't. I don't think uh, Tottenham's gonna lose at home. A draw. Interesting. I think it's like a two 0 three 0 city. Oh, did what? Did Ericsson already score for Inter? No, no. But look at this stat. Ole is the third manager to inflict two home defeats to Pep. Uh, the others are Mourinho and Klopp. Look at that. Top manager Ole. Oh, keep him on the wheel. Ole at the wheel. Okay, I think that's that's wrap. Uh, oh, for this Bradley. Games. No. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, we're going to do some TFC news. Bradley, unfortunately, out for four months. That's um, apparently it, he's been ha- having this problem since mid-season. Uh, apparently, after the final. Oh right, year, sorry. Yeah, the they final. They examined him. The doctor said we can repair this with physiotherapy, and they tried to do it with physio in it. So now they have to go into surgery. That's so which stupid. is, I'm really annoyed at the medical staff. And Josie Altador made a public statement about it too. He's really yeah. pissed. He yeah. said the medical staff didn't do their job. They didn't give Bradley a chance yeah. to recover properly. And it's just a bad situation for the club because we just resigned them on a contract, a, a, a very he's, sensible contract too. He's he's going to be out for a majority of the season. It's a huge loss. Like, um, It's just very sad. But silver lining, Liam Fraser, very capable replacement, and we're going to see how he develops. He'll probably get the starting spot. Yeah, probably. Um, We should be fine. Like, I think we need... No, I think we're good on, like, TFC. We're going to... Apparently, we're going to sign a DP striker, which Um, is very exciting. We should have gotten Chicharito, man. He went to LA. He wants to go to LA. Closer to home. He's the LA fan. It's hot. It's close to home burning in a few cases <laughs> but yeah TFC I'm just excited to see who they bring in as a striker because then Pozuelo and like a, a new like good striker would make this team great Do also you... Benize has been uh, we sold the rights to Benize to oh, I forget which team Colorado maybe mm-hmm. yeah so Benize is gone which is too bad but we didn't have the money to keep him on Fair enough. I think we have a decent enough team to like challenge yeah, with, the new, right. with, the, with the proper striker. Can we get, uh, let's see, who do we get? Is there like a striker available? I really wanted um, the Cavallini from, he plays on the Canadian national team. Vancouver signed him as their designated player. Ah. And it was, a, I think it was a big loss to not get him signed because he wouldn't have been a huge contract, like not crazy huge. Right. And he's, he looks fantastic every time he plays. He's like the perfect like hold-up striker that we need. Hmm. Huh. We'll see. But, yeah, I guess. We'll see what happens. Exactly. Wait and see. 
okay we shall see you after no i don't know how this is gonna work uh, to be honest because the winter break is only for 10 teams and then 10 teams play uh, we'll figure out we'll uh, see next you. week we'll see you next week we'll, we'll, yeah we'll see you sometime in february all right before valentine's day for sure yeah because we have a special for valentine's day <laughs> do we no okay okay bye <laughs> see ya